right, everybody, we want to welcome you all to our very, very first episode of But Did You Finish? The bookish podcast where we continually ask, but did you finish the book? Your hosts today and probably always will be myself, Amelia, Emily, and Jade. So as we start this first episode, first season, whatever you want to call it, we really want to touch on a year of pandemic reading. Em and Jade, do you guys want to say hello? <laughs> yeah, I'll go first. <laughs> um, so I'm really excited about this because I see no one speaking about mysteries and hardly speaking about thrillers, and those are my favorite genres. I read a little rom-com, a little historical romance, but mysteries will always be my favorite genre. Oh, you love your mysteries. And then there's me, who's just your smut queen. You, you guys know that. I think Jade, you queen. Jade, I think you coined me smut queen the very first time we spoke. Um, oh, yes. I have, still have all your, li- your recommendations like written out. I'm like, I will finish all of this. <laughs> the, the list is very long. Very long. Oh, extremely. Really like, if you don't recommend it. <laughs> no, that's it. I'm yes. like, that's the first thing we ask you. I'm like, does it have smut? always always the sooner the better Uh, anyway anyway jade why don't you tell us oh sorry go ahead what were you saying jade (laughs) no i was like it has to be in the first chapter smut that's it and if it doesn't you're like well should i continue should i dns (laughs) this is when you ask me but did you finish exactly did you finish it like is it worth it anywho i'm jade i am the reader of all books i before I met these lovely ladies, I just read Young Adult and Contemporary, and now I'm reading Smut, I'm reading Mystery, I'm reading Fantasy. Like, I don't even know who I am anymore. I'm like, where am I? But it's a lovely ride. You're reading a little of everything. Yes, I read all sort of stuff. So I guess we have to say that this, our lovely little trio started as an Instagram book club mid-pandemic that quickly escalated into a ridiculous discord into talking every day and ridiculous tbrs and book lists and conversations and you guys can obviously tell me how you feel but i feel like the pandemic and all of those things around it and trying to find people who liked what you were doing while you were in quarantine i think it shaped how we are reading and how we can how how we've changed how we read in the last year what do you guys think um i think my reading definitely changed in the last year i think because i read so much more now because i have so much more free time because i'm just at home all day i can open myself up to reading things that are a little more outside my comfort zone like five years ago i just read mysteries that was pretty much it didn't read thrillers at all maybe the occasional romance if it had like a mystery element to it but, I mean, if you're reading a hundred and something books, you can you have more room to read whatever and experiment a little. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I agree with that. I think in reading with you guys and what we're going to lovingly refer to as the potatoes, because we have the potato reading club, I've definitely expanded what I used to read, or what I like to read, I should say. I think I read mainly romance, fantasy romance. I've definitely gotten more into 
mystery because of you and and cozy mysteries and all of those so i think those that has been a big turning point in how the pandemic changed reading and and to your point yeah i i read a lot last year and i'm continuing to read a lot this year and it's fun with you guys because we have a conversation about it or you know one of us will yell oh my god this was the best book i've read blah 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 um but i think that that's been very very instrumental in getting us through the pandemic as we're coming out of it and changing how we're reading yeah it definitely <laughs> did change how i read because i honestly read one book at a time and it was mostly contemporaries and like only contemporaries. And then when we joined Instagram, I was like, oh, here's two books I'm reading a month. And now I'm overwhelmed and I never had a TBR book. I always was a mood reader. I'm like, oh my goodness, I have 15 books I should read this month. I can't believe, will I finish it? And most of the time it's like, but did you finish it? I'm like, no, I'm sorry, I didn't. I will though. <laughs> I think this podcast is lovingly named partially for you. I think we ask you a lot. <laughs> But did you finish? Are, are you stopping? So <laughs> I think are we did stopping? that a lot. Did your anxiety get to you? I'm like, <laughs> I'm one of those psychopaths that stops in the middle of a fight because I'm worried about how it ends. Like, I think that's what happened with lots of books. I'm like, oh, they're fighting. Oh my God, I don't know. I don't want to know what happens. I'm going to stop right here. And then it'll take me six months to finish it. <laughs> I, I think you did that with quite a few books, and it was constantly us going, just finish it, it gets better. Oh my gosh, yeah, like A Court of throw or Roses and Thorns. You're like, Jay, just finish it, it's amazing. I'm like, I don't know if I can. <laughs> have, you, have you gone to the second book yet, or are you still in the first book? I'm on the third book, oh, but I, I missed have the second. not fin I finished the second one. It took me... No, the second one took me a month, and the third one is taking me five months because I'm afraid of what will happen. <laughs> I think it's because you... I've read the third book, the first half of it, twice now. <laughs> so you're like, we're just slowly getting there. Like, don't worry. We'll finish it. I'm not Hopefully worried. Soon. You'll get there. You'll get there. I'm going to ask you. That's going to be one of my ones I ask you every week, but did, did you finish? Did you? Uh, no, I need my lawyer. Um, yes, need <laughs> you need lawyer. your lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I I'll cannot be questioned sure. without my lawyer. Julot, where are you? I'll give them a call. <laughs> yes. The Fifth Amendment only works if you're in America. Look yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> All right, so. What I want to talk about today, guys, and what I think we should talk about is let's talk a little bit about what we're excited for, what we were excited for. As we kind of talk about a year of pandemic reading, I, I kind of want to talk a little bit about 2020. I want to talk about what are we excited for right now? What really were you thrilled for in 2020 that really fell flat and makes you wonder if you're going to continue the series. I mean, I'll take it off. You guys know I, I talk a lot and I talk a lot about this. Um, there were two books for me in 2020 that I was so excited for and then just fell so flat. And they were Blood and Honey, which was the oh, second. Yeah. <laughs> Blood That's and Honey. That's the reason which... why I didn't even read it, though. It's because of you. I know, I know, I know, I'm sorry. So Blood and Honey, which was the second for the Serpent and Dove series, and the second book um, that really, really 
just fell flat for me, and I'll tell you guys why in a second, we can kind of talk about it, was A Deadly Education. So I loved Serpent and Dove. I met Shelby Mahern in New York (gasps) City prior to that book coming out. I got an arc for it. She was lovely. She sold the book. I loved Serpent, uh, yeah, Serpent and Dove. It was amazing. So good. So good. We pre-ordered. I devoured that in a day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I pre-ordered Blood and Honey. I cracked that book open first day, and then I put it down. And then I picked it up. And then I put it down. And then I got the audio version. And I don't remember how many pages it was, but I would say three quarters of it was them walking. And then the last (laughs) 25% stuff happened. And it was one of those books where I was just so frustrated by the end of it. It wasn't worth it. There was so much angst. And I know you guys haven't read it, so I don't want to give too many spoilers or anything like that. Um, I don't know if I care about spoilers anymore. Not for that book, at least, because usually once I get a spoiler, it's like, I'm done. But that one? (laughs) So that was just sad for me. We know that the last book in that series, Gods and Monsters, comes out this year. I don't think I'm as thrilled for it. I'm curious to see where it goes. I don't necessarily think I'm going to be like reading it the first day it comes out or anything like that. I'll read it. I'd like to see the, where she takes the story, but I don't know that I'm going to be, you, you know. And then that second book I was talking about, and then M or Jade, you can go with yours and we can kind of ch- chat about it. M, I think you remembered this. Owl Crate did a special edition of A Deadly Education. Mm-hmm. We pre-ordered it. We were like, this looks so cool. It's going to be so great. Blah, 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 blah. I read that book. And it was another one of those books where, like, I fought to finish it, and I just didn't care about the main character. There was nothing redeeming about her. And I think I told you guys this story. My friend who we, – we talk books all the time. One of my, you know, in real life friends loved that book. She cannot wait for the next one to come out. She said it was the best book she read last year or one of the best or whatever. And I always find it interesting to see how people feel and how they react differently to books. Um, for me, that one was just so meh. So meh. There was nothing redeeming about her. Em, you never ended up reading it, right? No, you said it was not good and I didn't bother. I think it just fell flat. And I don't know if it was where I was at that moment in my life or if I, it, it just didn't go anywhere. Or again, I just, I de- never felt like there was anything redeeming about the main character. It's sad. We were all so excited for it too. I think I still have it on my shelf. I'm like, will you be read? Probably not anytime soon. <laughs> two copies. How did you end up with two yes. copies? Um, I got the book of the month version so mm. that I had like a readable version. And I think I actually got it like a couple weeks early, maybe. Okay. okay. You know, book of the month likes to be early pre-release. I love that they're early. Um, Usually a month. So I'm trying to think what they had this month that was early. Oh, I can't remember. Because there was a book that I'm like, that looks really good. It's all over TikTok. Like, I saw it on TikTok. I'm like, I want you. But at the same time, they don't ship to Canada. So it's like, uh, one day. <laughs> the Maidens, they had that one. That's on my list. 
but I already ordered it, so I didn't bother to to get it again. Yeah. So, M, what was your what were your one or two top things that you were so excited for last year that just either like fell flat or you ended up DNFing? Any of that kind of stuff? Star Daughter. Oh yeah, we were all really excited about that. I think we got it in one of the boxes. Two. I have two very beautiful copies. One yes. was like Owl Crate, and one was maybe I can't even remember. Was it? I think one was bookish. Yeah. One's like gold and one's silver, and I was so excited because they're gorgeous. Oh, they're so pretty. I'm like, I have that book, don't I? <laughs> but it's like literally the most recycled plot. I thought of what it was like the other day, and I can't remember what it is now. But it's like a girl trying to find her mother who's in the sky. Wrinkling time. It's wrinkling time. <laughs> so it just was not. It didn't make it didn't do it for you. Let's put it that way. No, and I think it was maybe the beginning of my like. Maybe I don't actually like YA at all. Yeah, you and I have been talking about that a lot this year about how YA or at least some of YA has gotten very repetitive or very whiny, and that might be a product of the fact that we are really no longer in that YA demographic, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm almost 35. I'm 35 this year. I'm not a teenager, and I don't think like that anymore. Right. I don't relate to it. Right. And there's always, there's always exceptions to the rule, but I think recently, especially a lot of the stuff that some of our younger potato friends have been picking for books, I think we've just struggled. Um, really, really struggled. I can't think of what we read recently that I just ended up not even trying, but if you tell me, oh, there's a whiny female main character, I think you would, I, I don't even bother reading it anymore. No, I don't. I, I just, if it's why I just I'm not even going to bother. I'll think about new adult, but I just, I know I'm not going to relate very well to YA. And it's just right. missing me into another slump. And I'm right. not doing it. Right. So were there any other books last year that you really wanted to read or started to read and then just hated or, you know, didn't, ended up not finishing? Or was it really just Star Daughter? My Lady Jane made me so mad. Oh, <laughs> so, right. But like, it's so oh my god like as somebody who's like hyper fixation of like everyone has a historical hyper fixation right like that's mm -hmm. we've all experienced that mine was definitely like elizabeth the first and that time is such there's such intrigue and all that and then so i was excited to read this book because it's supposed to be about lady jane gray um except like i'm not the best historian but like i know a lot of the stuff that they were talking about didn't happen. And it's alternative history, but good alternative history fits the alternative into the facts. Not just, like, completely ignores the facts and, like, the way people were and the things that clearly happened. Right. And so, like, don't bother with, like, talking like people talked at the time or, like, acting like people acted at the time or like just doing any kind of historical research and i don't want to like talk bad about the authors because they probably did i don't know i haven't researched it but just from what i know it didn't feel very historically accurate 
Yeah, and that can be a really frustrating thing to happen in books when you know the history and it just, they're trying, unless they're marketing in that way, you know, like I just read Neon Gods by um, Katie Roberts and that's a Hades and Persephone retelling, but you go into it and they tell you it's a contemporary retelling. It sounds like this, they went into it and didn't kind of give you any caveats and expected it to be like the, the what's it called? Like the history, right? Yeah, and I mean, it's supposed to be a little bit of a satire, kind of like a Monty Python kind of funny thing, but Monty Python still, you know, listens to the history. You can't just, like, completely ignore, like, major historical facts. Right, right. And that makes sense. That 100% makes sense. Like, I'm sorry, Edward dies. (laughs) The rest of history does not happen if Edward doesn't die. Right, right. That's kind of a big thing. Like, that pretty much changes the course of, like, English and American history. It's a big moment. Edward dies. You could, like, make him go off and, like, live his life or whatever. Great. And, like, fake his death or whatever. But, like, he can't stay on the throne. Right. That's not how that works. Right. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Mary gets the throne. Mary dies. Elizabeth gets the throne. All that's really important to world history. Right. Right. And you can play that game of, you know, changing history slightly, but you can't change everything. Yeah. And then the story, I didn't hate the story. I didn't hate the idea of the alternative history, but like, Really, you aren't writing the characters like this is Edward and this is Elizabeth and Mary. It wasn't vital that these characters be historical figures. And the story would have worked better if you had just removed all of that. If you had just written some sort of Middle Ages story, a la Serpent and Dove or something, you know, that's set in the past, sort of like a fantasy past, instead of like in Tudor England, I don't know. They could have written the story better. It could have just been done better, and it could have been done more thoughtfully. Um, I've definitely heard mixed reviews, to say the least, on on that story. So, and then the characters were just flat, just to make it worse. You know, that's, like, my biggest thing. If I can't feel for the character or they're not, they're not something I want I, I want to root for or someone I want to root for I should say I can't even bother finishing the story no it's like a book that you have to put down because you're like what's the point when you can't connect to anybody exactly exactly it's Jade's turn this time <laughs> I honestly have like nothing that I was looking forward to like last year except for like the serpent and dove which you already went like through it honey blood and honey because after wayward son in 2019 i was like i should have no expectations for books anymore because that book for me was like just slow and then awful and i just felt like my heart was torn apart and then you're like you know what i will have no expectations for 2020 and i didn't (laughs) (laughs) do you and And i don't think i i don't think i've ever asked you this before would you prefer to just go into a book like hey, the cover's pretty, I don't know what the, the premise is, I'm just going to go with it. 
Oh my gosh, that's me though. That is me. I don't know any of the books I buy. I look, usually someone tells me it's amazing. And that's why I don't usually get disappointed with any of my books because they're like, this is a good book. Read it. I'm like, excellent. But in <laughs> 2019 is when I started joining subscription boxes. I'm like, what is all these books? All this stuff and all the hype and then getting let down. But yeah, I never read the back of the book. I never do. That's why most of the time I'm like, oh, this is happening. It's like, Jade, read the back. It says it already. <laughs> like, it was here already. Yeah. Which is it. i rather just go in it. Like, from Blood and Ash. I didn't know what it was about. I saw it on TikTok. And then we started reading it as a group. That's a good one, I have to say. That was a really, really good. We ended up loving that. You know I oh. read Kingdom of Flesh and so Fire in one sitting and then yelled remember oh you I, yelled I but you also yelled with the third one you were like you we, we got it like pre-ordered at midnight you stayed up you read it we woke up and you're like i'm halfway done i'm like what um when i was done work you were moping you were so sad you're like it's done i'm like you read that so fast i learned from that one because when uh, Silver Flames came out. I only took off that day and I had to go to work the next day. And I was miserable. I was oh. like, I'm, my eyes hurt. So I got really smart when not Kingdom of Flesh and Fire, but the Crown of Gilded Bones came out this year. I took the entire week off. And <laughs> it was and glorious. It was great. I could have spent the whole week reading. No, no. I read that book in one day. That was it. Yeah. You devoured it. <laughs> And then you start making theory with like Katrin and Cat. Uh, I was like, oh my goodness, look at this! I can't. I have to mute this channel. I can't go in here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did a lot of muting of our Discord channel. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. So we talked about books we hated in 2020, or I shouldn't say hated because that's really, really a strong word. I'm gonna no, say I'm fell flat. We're disappointed with whatever. We blocked it from our memory. It's gone. It's it's done. Correct. What do you um? What do you feel was your favorite read of 2020? Oh my gosh, I loved Black Flamingo. It was my favorite book. Like. I couldn't remember all the books I read last year and I was going through it maybe like an hour ago. I'm like, oh, Black Flamingo was, is like a liter lyrical written and it's about a boy who's mixed race and he's gay and he's trying to figure out who he is because he doesn't fit in with the Greeks. He doesn't fit with the blacks and he, he just learns who he is growing up. It was amazing. I read that in like two hours. It was done. <laughs> And then there was Fangs. Um, oh my God, Fangs. Don't even talk to me. I loved Fangs. You know I'm dying for Fangs oh. artwork. When you finished it and I was on my way home, you're like, it's so good. I dropped to, to the bookstore on my way home. I'm like, I have this in my hands. They're like, Jade, we, I just talked about it. I'm like, I know. But I am such a graphic novel person in comics that I love it. And I had to have it, and it was amazing. I I loved it. I 100% loved Like, I can't even begin to tell you how much I loved it. It was everything. I hate to sound like that, you know. I just 
I just it's so loved good. It. And it was a surprise. Like both Black Flamingo and Fangs were surprises for me. Like, well, I just said, like, I don't usually go into any book without knowing, like, I don't know what it's going to be about. And it was amazing. It was so good. And I just want more Fangs. <laughs> Me too, and I don't know that there's going to be another one, but y- no, you know. There isn't. I, I stalked her <laughs> and went through everything. I'm like, you know, there are things too. I'm like, okay, there is it. What'd you Pardon say, Em? Have you read her other stuff? Yes. I've read some yes. of it. It's yeah. good. Because it took me forever to get to Fangs. Like, I know y'all loved it, and it was definitely on my list, but she didn't have a digital version of it, and I like to read my graphic novels and comics digitally. Because I have eye problems. And so I finally bought it and read it. It was so cute though, wasn't it? Oh yeah, I see it. like, Tapas. I think that's the only one. I think that came out first. And then it was made into a book. But uh, the book feels so nice as well. Oh, it's so pretty. Those black edges. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. So cute. So cute. M. What were your happy or favorite reads of 2020? So many. I had so many good books last year. Um, Really did. I found graphic novels. Y'all know I love Old Guard. I have Old Guard artwork. I love that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You bought a stickers. Yes, everyone got stickers. I have, like, full artwork that came from Germany. Yes! Etsy and I have had a love affair this last year. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love it. And I do have to say, I said I don't read YA. Actually, I read YA mysteries like a junkie. Oh, it's um, so good, though. Yeah. Good um, Good Girl's Guide to Murder, of course. Quintessential. Everyone loves it. It's great. Oh, it's amazing. That one's the one that I devoured as well. And the second one? Oh, I have to say the British version is better. I need to get the first one in the British version. Oh, that's the British it, it is so much better. <laughs> British is always better. It just makes more sense to be like a small village, English village, versus like... A small town in America. Yeah. I was like, some of this doesn't really make sense. And then, of course, Jennifer Lynn Barnes is one of my favorite authors now. She wrote The Naturals, which I know y'all haven't read, but it's a YA mystery where a bunch of kids have like these natural talents as um, profilers. And various, some of them are profilers. Some of them can, like, tell when people are lying. Um, One person um, does all, like, the forensics and, like, knows all that forensic stuff. Just, like, like like they're a natural for it. And so they hunt serial killers. Um, And they're just, like, really messed up. And it's great. Just, like, they're all just, like, emotionally damaged people. That's awesome. Yeah. And then, Not that it's awesome that they're emotionally damaged, but <laughs> no, but the awesome book it worked. I mean, they like grow <laughs> and like you know, found family, all that stuff. You know, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So Jennifer Lynn Barnes, she's also the author of the Inheritance Games, which came out last year, <gasps> which took me forever to read. You guys kept saying how great it was, and then I read it like two weeks ago, and I, 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 I devoured it in a day and a half. It was so good. And I wish I started like when you told me to read it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Random how I found it because we'd been like talking, I think, that day about the naturals because I just finished the series. So I went to the indie bookstore in town and I was just walking around and I saw that brilliant 
green cover that's so gorgeous and was like what is this and i was like this is jennifer lynn barnes oh my god i didn't even know she had a book coming out and i read it read the description i was like this is a hundred percent i'm going to love this and i went home <laughs> and started it and i almost never start books that i buy i like for them to sit and you know join the family <laughs> like enjoy your family before i i enjoy you myself <laughs> You know, kind of have to sit with that decision for a minute, you know. Yeah. So what about you, Amelia? I think I had a few last year. The one I was expecting to love, because you guys know I love anything to do with vampires. And even though it was YA, I have, I have two vampire books that I loved. One was the Crave series, which I wasn't expecting to love, but I did, and I do. And that has turned into, you know, a five series book or a four series books, whatever it is. The second, and I think I, I had you read this, M, was that Tessa Bailey, the first book is Reborn Yesterday. I don't know what the series is called, but each book follows a different character. Super cute, super fun. I'm trying to I think about... No, that's the book that made me start trusting your recommendations. Because I was like, I don't know about this. Because this cover does not look like something I would ever read. The cover is so... It just doesn't look like it matches. They're all beautifully colored and whimsical, and they're about vampires. So it's like, it, it's a super... It, it's completely disarming, I think, but so good. We ended up all loving it, I think, whoever read it. And then, I you guys know I'm a huge Sarah J. Moss fan. I loved Crescent City. I think, M, you loved Crescent City. I don't know if you've read Crescent City, Jade, but... No, I have not because it intimidates me, like, looking how thick it is. And then hearing you guys saying that it was slow in the beginning, like, I need something to happen fast, and then it can go slow. <laughs> uh, you guys know I, I love Sarah J. Moss. Like, I've told you, I'm a huge Akatar person. You know this. Someone needed to edit Crescent City down those first 250 pages or 200 pages. I put the book down three or four times. And my one friend was like, no, Amelia, it's so good if you can just do it. And then I ended up listening to it on a car ride somewhere. And I, at the end of the book, there's like these very, again, no spoilers, but there are these very intense scenes going on. And I'm sitting in the car crying as I'm driving down the highway. Like, oh my God, this is so great. So as long as you can get past that, it's really good. <laughs> no, I really love Crescent City. You know who also loved Crescent City? My husband, Stephen, loves that book. He read Did he it. really? Yeah, he read it or you know, he, he audiobooks everything, but he listened to it, I guess, because he was bored and he'd heard us talk about it. And yeah, no, he loved it. He, he listened amazing. to it quickly. Is he ready for the next one to come out in January? Is it January or February? Oh no, we're all so excited about it. And he wants the smut. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that he's like, where's the smut? No, that one pathetic, like, semi-hookup is just not going to do it for anybody. No, no, absolutely not. You, I think we all loved From Blood Nash last year, the whole yeah. series. Amazing. So well, those were my main ones. You guys can see that it was largely vampire, because Crave is vampire as well. It was largely romance. Yeah. You could argue From Blood Nash is also vampire. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Oh, yeah, ab they're absolutely vampire. And well, I would there are say vampires in there. <laughs> yeah. 
Am I spoiling it for you, Jade? <laughs> yes, of course. Because did I finish? No. So how oh, dare you? <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I'm very, very sorry. You're not, and that's fine. I will still forgive you. Okay, good. Good. Okay, guys. So let's move away from 2020. We've kind of talked about how it's, and we're going to continue talking this series about how it shaped how we read. We're getting close to the end of our time today. What are you looking forward to this year? What are you currently reading? What, what's, what's next on your TBR? However you want to answer that is fine. Maybe you want to take it in three parts. You know, what's on your TBR? What are you most excited for? What are you reading next? Jade, you want to, you want to start this one because... What am I reading? I am reading One Last Stop. Everyone knows about that book, I feel. I'm so and excited for that. I, me too. Like, I, um, I just started last night, and I should never start a book when it's close to going to bed because I'm like, I want to finish it now. But I was so exhausted and now I'm like 20 pages, 26 pages in. I'm like, I can finish this. I can finish this today. Right. It's 400 pages. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> but my other books that I put to the side, like the diviners that we were all buddy reading, did I finish it? No, I'm still, I think on page 50. No, 32. I'm on page 32. The Crown of Gilded Bones. I, I'm, I, I'm anxious about it, okay? I'm anxious. I can't put myself forward yet. And then I started punching the air yesterday. So that's what I'm currently reading. How about you, Emily? So I have two books I've put down and haven't DNF'd, but I just am not in the mood to read. The Flight Attendant, I think I got anxious about it and just was like, can't do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Lansing, Mr. Bridgerton. I loved the first half and now I'm like, but they're together. Like I really don't care anymore. And so I'm kind of having a hard time um, picking it up to read the second you, half of the book. You did what I did with the, with the Bridgerton series where you've kind of like hopped around. Cause I think you and I both did the same thing where we read the first one and loved it. And then all of a sudden we read the fourth one and now we're trying to go back. Right. Oh no, I've read in order, but I read oh. two and three like back to back in like two days. Maybe that's why. I went out of order. I, I broke all the rules and I went like one, four. I, I jumped around. <laughs> so I read one and then like waited a month and read two and three in two days and then didn't read them for like three months. And so now I'm getting back into it. <laughs> um, but I just, I don't know if I'm anxious about it or if I just am like, I feel like it should be done. And this is a whole different story mixing it in too and i'm just not interested in it yeah i get it completely you're pulling a jade but same time you're like maybe i'm done with it <laughs> yes because honestly if i stop reading it it's just like a slow dnf versus like when i'm just like hey i'm dnfing this because we all know i dnf like six books a month at least and i think you need to learn from you instead of putting it to the side be like i'll finish you i will Will I finish the beholders? Probably not, because how many times does she have to say daddy in one conversation? <laughs> I don't know. So I think that will be my hard DNF. I will learn from you right now. I'm going to move it over. <laughs> I have to tell you, though, I have so much respect for the fact that you're like, screw this, DNF. Because yeah. 
you have to there we we say it all the time if you're not into it if you're to me if you're not into it in the first 50 to 75 pages and you've read reviews and none of the reviews are like this is amazing after page 100 or whatever like crescent city there's no reason no we don't have enough hours in the day to read mm-hmm. and you might as well just put it down instead of going push through push through which I'm probably will have to push through Crescent City because now I know that you guys say it's amazing. How long? I can finish that before before January, can't I? Maybe. Of course you can. Possibly. Of course you can. My poor TBR though. <laughs> <laughs> and I was gonna say I spent it barbarians, but I finished it this afternoon. <laughs> um, I read a hundred pages last night after after ten p.m. So. That well, was- that's not. That's the one I'm reading next, and so I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, and then I just finished The Siren, and apparently I'm on a movie that takes place in an island thriller. Huh. Hmm. Didn't know that there was two of those, but I have Pretty as a Picture as my next thriller. Nice. For me, I have to read... My June TBR has gotten a little chaotic. My goal is to finish this month The Starless Sea because I started it last month and I was really liking it and I got a little slumpy. And then I have to read One Last Stop and I want to read Playing the Palace. So those are my main ones. But before we sign off, before we say, you know, farewell for this week, what's the book that you guys want me to ask next call, next (laughs) <laughs> everything oh. that I said today because honestly will I be done by next week uh, possibly well maybe it'll be more than a week but maybe I'll say what do you want me to say what did you finish the next time we talk what's the one book that you want me to follow up on with you guys one last stop okay. I'm hoping to honestly be done by tomorrow but we'll see because well I get distracted by all the other books I bet I'll get anxious because her first book, I got anxious and I stopped for a little bit. So we'll see. But we loved it. We loved Red, White, and Royal Blue. So good. So good. Em, what's yours? So this isn't a book I mentioned before because I won't read it till this weekend or the first half of it. So my book club, part of this book club and we like sci-fi and fantasy. And it's We don't bring that up a lot sci-fi books we don't and literally it's some months it's like the only sci-fi or fantasy i read but there's a series and there's two books and they're like sister books ones of shadow and sea and ones of sea and shadow so literally it's the same book from two different perspectives interesting that's really interesting are you supposed to read it like they tell you to read uh, the Throne of Glass series, those middle two books where you read one chapter from each book back and forth. I'm actually excited to read it that way, okay? <laughs> so, please don't diss it, because I'm so I'm, excited to have, like, two books at once, like, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Anywho, sorry. <laughs> I'm not dissing it, not dissing it, was just curious if that's how you're supposed to read those two books. <laughs> no, literally, it's the same events, and you don't miss anything. It's just literally oh. One is ninjas, the ninjas involved in the story, and the other is the pirates involved in the story. Interesting. So, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, ninjas. When was the last time you read a ninja book? I don't know. I'm going to. Oh, no. Red Sister was technically Red Sister. murderous ninja nuns. 
<laughs> what? Okay, I'm gonna write this down. I need this book. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. No, okay, never mind. Pen, go away. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't do pirate books anymore because I've DNF like six of them at this point. And oh, just- what was that pretty book that was a pirate one when we all three of us DNF'd it? Um, the one with the teeth. Fable. All the stars and teeth. Yes. Oh, okay, I didn't read that one. I've like Fable, I tried. Fable, I tried as well. It was, and I. Because y'all both tried and failed. I was like, nope, not even gonna pick yeah. it up. Good. Good riddance. Goodbye. Sail that. Nope. Boat. Okay, so I'm what gonna is ask the book you. that you want us to ask you? Yeah. <sighs> Make me read so The Starless Sea. Make oh. me read The Starless Sea. Because I like it. I really like where it's going. I really like the writing. I like it. I just. It's out of my comfort zone, and I keep putting it down. I was also really slumping hard, so hopefully that'll change now that I've read a couple of things and not been ha- not had a problem. But for me, I think it's the Starless Sea. And today, tomorrow, and always. Oh, today, tomorrow, and always. Yeah, that and one too. Warriors. <laughs> I finished that yesterday. Okay, you finished it. Never mind. I'm looking at your garden, so I want to see how many books you will finish out of all of this. <laughs> I think we have to explain the garden, Jade. Because yeah. people are going to be oh, like, yes. what the heck's a garden? Sorry. In our Discord, we have a little garden. And it is our TBR. We have where we plant a seed. And it is our seedling. And we haven't started it yet. We have a leaf that's growing. And you're currently reading it. And a, plant, a potted plant. And you finished it. We also put a stone for Emily because she does not finish a lot of books or just puts it away. <laughs> and then we put a mushroom for those damn shrooms that were not planned but made it into our garden. <laughs> and these are yep. all emojis, by the way. That's Say it again? So these are all emojis, by the way. Oh, yes, clear. emojis. Sorry. <laughs> yes, emojis in our Discord, which if you guys do want to join... Amelia will put a link somewhere. <laughs> I'll put a link in our bio. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, so then at the end of the month, or I should say at the beginning of the next month, we kind of go back and say, what did we actually read? When we did it the first time, I think the majority of our friends on Discord had 9,000 mushrooms. You know, the entire garden was mushrooms. We were yes. just making mushrooms. Except for Jewel. She did amazing. <laughs> Our friend Jula did do amazing. She's fantastic at that. So the rest of us failed miserably. Miserably. Oh, yeah. It was also uh, slump month for me. I didn't read. I think I only read like two books, three books. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. So, oh, sorry, Em? I said y'all were slumping, but I did not. I just did not read my TBR at all. Your, like, your garden was amazing. But didn't it have so many shrooms? Didn't it? Let's see. Yeah. It's like good. It's glorious. I'm looking at. I mean, I think as long as you read, it's fine. As long as we hit our goals. I know we all have lofty goals for this year, too. Oh, I made my 50 books this year. So Woo-woo! that's amazing. Woo-woo! I don't know. You guys are power readers. So I just strive. To catch no, I don't even want to catch up honestly because I think that would stress me out. <laughs> I'm like, go you guys. <laughs> After February and that horrible slump that we all had, I oh. 
my goal. I was like, I'm not stressing myself out with this. Yeah. I think I read four books that month. Oh, it's better than me. I think I read nothing. February was a really bad month. We're gonna call. We're gonna just block that out of our memories. I don't remember February being that bad for me. But that was me. I think I read a lot. I think I listened to a lot of audiobooks that month. And that was the only thing that got me through. Yeah. All right, guys. So I think that's all we have time for today. So we're going to sign off. We're going to hope everybody has an awesome week. And that your all the books you've ever thought about reading get read. <laughs> no slumps. <laughs> And we'll uh, we'll be back with some more stuff next time. Maybe we'll talk about some book talk. Maybe we'll talk about some more highly anticipated books. Who will see? <laughs> I guess we'll find out next time. <laughs> Have a great night, guys. Thanks for joining. Bye. Bye.